What's up, everybody? Welcome to Sports Talk with Jim and Tom. I'm Jim. Tom's not here tonight. And I know last week we talked about and we tried to put together a show to where I make a trip down there to where Tom is and we do a show live. Thought we had that kind of scheduled for this this show, but didn't work out that way. Kind of right around last minute that got canceled and... Since then, me and Tom's talked, and we've made the decision that from this point forward, we're going to change the name of the show. The show is going to be Sports Talk with Jim, and so this will be this will be the first show for Sports Talk with Jim, and the last show was Sports Talk with Jim and Tom. Um, it has nothing to do with anything outside. It's just the best thing to promote the show. It's the best thing for both parties right now. It's hard to promote the show, Sports Talk with Jim and Tom, and I'm the only one on the show. Now, with that being said, Tom does want to be on the show, and every week we have a discussion that when he's not going to be able to make it, and he feels terrible about not making it. And But he's got a lot of stuff going on right now, a lot more important stuff than this show. This show we decided to do for fun, and you know what? The, the stuff that Tom's dealing with right now is way more important than this, and it's completely understandable. So we got together. I don't like the fact that every Saturday when he can't make it, and like I said, he can't make it for reasons that are far more important than this show, I don't like the fact that he calls or texts me and he feels guilty about not being able to make the show and like i said he he's just he's dealing with more important stuff than this show that's not the reason we did this show we decided we'd do this show for fun and it shouldn't be something that he's got to worry about every week especially when he's got more important stuff to worry about at the same time the reason uh we decided not to stick it out with the namesake one we we're not sure uh, we're not sure how long this will go, and to promote the show with Sports Talk with Jim and Tom, and it only being me here, it's kind of not, kind of hard to promote it and move to the next level the way we're going. But with that being said, I, I do want to tell you, like I said, I, when I started this, when I, we started this podcast, I I gave you a background that... I don't know, maybe 15, maybe 20 years ago now, I did an internet radio show, a current event show. Me and probably four other people decided that this is what we wanted to do. And when it started out, all of us showed up. And as it kept going, people didn't show up. Not for the reasons that Tom did. They just didn't show up. I mean, Tom, like I said, I, I know what's going on with Tom, and I talk to Tom every week. The people on this show, I, I'd see them every day right up until the day of the show, and then all of a sudden they, they didn't take my phone calls or whatever. So it's nothing like that with Tom. But with that being said, what I decided is if I ever was going to do this again, it would be under a sports format. That way, if I had to, I could do it by myself now. So that was well thought out. Then naming the show Sports Talk with Jim and Tom, that really wasn't well thought out. But at the same time, that's because I I know Tom thoroughly enjoyed it. I know Tom loved doing the show. It's just circumstances that isn't going to allow him to be here every week. But like I said, with that being said, all all you big sexy Tom Barrett fans, don't don't run away from the show because Tom's got an open invitation to call the show at any time that he wants. And hopefully, when his life is a little less hectic and and things work out, which I'm sure they will, I, I have faith that they will. And uh, he will call the show. He he's he said earlier today when we talked that he continue to call the show when he gets a chance now like i said there's when i decided to do the show there's very few people that i would do it with um and tom's one of them 
probably later today you'll hear another one he decided to join me tonight and and other than that there's not many people that i do the show with but at the same time there's not many people that have the number to call in anytime they want and the guy that's going to be on with us later today uh he's got the number tom's got the number and you'll hear tom and and uh, again same as same as always we wish him all the best and you know my thoughts and prayers go out to him and like I told him today, anything, anything he needs or any, anything I can do for him, I will always be there for him. Me and Tom's been like brothers for uh, 48 years now and long before this show started and we'll be like brothers long after this show or any other show ends. So that being said, I know he's going to listen to the show and I love you, brother. I, I my heart's with you. My thoughts are with you. My prayers are with you. Uh, I know everything is going to work out. I got faith. And you know what? I look forward to when things calm down a little bit for you and you uh, get the opportunity to call back into the show. Now, with that being said, I mean, like I said, I had a whole had a trip planned. I was going to uh, take the weekend and go go down and see Tom and do the show down there that didn't work out that way but one thing that did work out I did did still get to get away for the weekend little weekend getaway uh me and the wife it, the wife wasn't supposed to be uh going with me but I I guess she decided to she she defaulted into getting a weekend away so she defaulted into a little weekend away and I that was good but I also I also got a little time to get a li- little tree stand therapy in on my first day off. Finally got to go out to the woods. I, I told you last week, last week's show, that it was the first day of hunting season in Pennsylvania. And woke up 36 degrees outside, perfect hunting weather. And instead of going to the woods, I had to go to work last weekend. But I did get up in the tree stand the other day. We'll be in the tree stand all next week. And I'll tell you, it's it's therapy for me and, and anybody that hunts. I mean, everybody should do it because you get up in that stand, whatever your troubles are and everything, they just go away. little time by yourself, little time to think about everything that's going on and just unwind a little bit trust me if you don't hunt you're missing out uh you know what parents take your kids hunting teach your kids how to hunt it it'll keep them out of trouble it's good healthy fun and it it, like i said it's therapeutic for me therapeutic for most hunters that i know and for all of you that say you know what it's not fair that we uh we're out there hunting, uh, killing helpless deer with a rifle or with a bow or whatever. You know what? I'm not going to argue with you. I agree with you 100%. It's not fair. It's not fair that that uh, 14 point that I got behind my house, I, I saw him on the trail cam around 7.15 every morning and right around dusk at night on the trail cam right up until about two weeks ago now i don't don't see him until right around one o'clock in the morning so i agree with you it's not fair i don't know who tells these deer hunting seasons coming up but evidently somebody tells them because he completely went nocturnal on me and i agree with you 100 percent. it's not fair that they do that he should come out at the same amount of time and make it a little bit easier for me to shoot him and it, all you animal activists and animal rights people, if you don't like that, oh well. Um, hunting's a sport. Hunting's a great sport. Hunting's something that's been around long before you have. And you know what? All you, all of you and your vegan types and everything, if, if you don't eat meat, I probably don't have anything in common with you to begin with. If you don't know what you're missing out eating meat, then you definitely don't know what you're missing out hunting so with that being said though like i said we're gonna change the name of the show sports talk with jim the website will change the the, the new website will be sports talk with jim www.sportstalkwithjim.com 
Our Facebook Facebook page will change to Sports Talk with Jim, and our Twitter handle will change to with Sports Talk with Jim. Uh, as far as our podcast, like I said, this one will be available on both platforms: Sports Talk with Jim and Tom, and Sports Talk with Jim. And so you'll be able to listen to it in your favorite place. Sports Talk with Jim. The way this works is we. I think, well, I'm actually 100% positive we're going to have to start completely over with Sports Talk with Jim and the first two platforms that will pick us up. If it's like this show, it will be Anchor.fm. who will definitely pick us up because that's our, our podcast host. And then Spotify comes on pretty quick after that. And then it takes a little time for the others to come on iTunes being the last. So if you're listening to us on iTunes and you want to keep following the show, switch over, listen to us on Spotify or Anchor.fm until for probably three, four weeks, and then we'll be available on iTunes podcast. With that being said, we're going to get into a little bit of sports this week. And first thing I want to talk about is the National League Championship Series the Major League Baseball playoffs and everything we got going on with it. The Washington Nationals up 2 nothing on the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, who saw that coming? Like I told you, I was rooting for the Braves. I didn't I I thought the Braves would beat the Cardinals. Now, as far as the Nationals and the Dodgers, Dodgers came in to the postseason with 106 wins. Been to the World Series the last 2 years. The Dodgers were definitely, definitely the favorites going into this postseason. And that all came to a screeching halt when the Nationals knocked the Dodgers out in Game 5. And the Cardinals the Cardinals took over Atlanta in Game 5. In Atlanta, the Cardinals scored 10 runs their first time up. 10 runs in the first inning. The most productive first inning in postseason history. Beat up on the Braves. The game was over by inning two. The Braves didn't have a chance. So you take that offense. Going into the wild card. A National League Championship Series against the wild card. Washington Nationals. Like I said, they got by the Dodgers. 7-3. to Clayton Kershaw. Talk a little bit about the Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw, postseason appearances has been terrible. Kershaw has a 4.43 ERA in 32 postseason appearances. Regular season, he's got a 2.44 ERA. That's over 12 seasons. 12 seasons as opposed to 32 games in, in the postseason. And his woes continue. As Howie Kendrick, 10th inning, Grand Slam, put the Dodgers out. Fast forward, game one, Friday night, last night, and the Cardinals coming in, like I said, scored 13 runs against the Braves, 10 runs in the first inning. Offense was awesome. Absolutely awesome. So, what you got to think. You got Annabelle Sanchez pitching for the Nationals. He's their third starter. Not Max Scherzer. Not Steven Strasburg. Annabelle Sanchez. Games in St. Louis. Didn't look good. If, if I was a betting man, I would have had to put money on St. Louis. Nationals win 2 nothing. Annabelle Sanchez, the same offense that scored 10 runs in the first inning against the Braves in Game 5. Annabelle Sanchez held them to one hit. One hit in the game. Annabelle Sanchez and uh, Doolittle the, out of the bullpen. One hit, no runs. Shut out. Nationals win 2 nothing. Game 2 was earlier today. I didn't get to see it. 
So just going to touch on a few things here. Max Scherzer started the game against Adam, Way- Adam Wainwright of the Cardinals. So last night, was it a fluke? Was it a fluke that the Cardinals couldn't score? Fast forward to earlier today. Washington wins game two, takes a 2 nothing lead in a best-of-seven series. They've only got to win two more. And the Washington Nationals are World Series bound. 3-1 to one over St. Louis. Scherzer pitched, I believe I, I saw where he, he only gave up one hit in seven innings. So what happened to the Cardinals' offense? I mean, an offense that scored 10 runs in one inning. Now all of a sudden they can't do anything. What did I tell you when when the playoffs started, when the postseason first started? What came out of my mouth? Pitching wins in the postseason. Pitching will prove dominant in the postseason. Pitching is more important in the postseason than it is in the regular season. It's a five- or seven-game series. It favors your pitchers. Washington Nationals, St. Louis Cardinals. Who's got the better pitching? I'll tell you who's got the better pitching. Washington Nationals got the better pitching. You've got Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, and Annabelle Sanchez. Your third starter comes out and throws a game like he threw last night in game one. St. Louis Cardinals, I, I don't care what they say in the media. I don't care what they say in the in the press conferences. The St. Louis Cardinals have got to be demoralized right now. You win, you you're you have home field and you lose the first two games, and it doesn't get any easier for you. Game three, you're going to face Steven Strasburg. It's not going to get easier. And pitching wins in the postseason. Regardless, pitching always wins in the postseason. With that being said, but the game game one of the American League Championship Series is about to start off. The Houston Astros at the New York Yankees. The Yankees swept Minnesota. Astros, Garrett Cole with a hell of a performance in game five against the Tampa Bay Rays. And with that performance, Garrett Cole has, I heard, now I don't know if this is true and I didn't check it, but I had heard that Garrett Cole hadn't lost since May 20th, or since late May, I'm sorry. 20-5 and record in the regular season, 2.5 ERA. And Cole, with the performance the other night in Game 5, Garrett Cole has at least 10 strikeouts in his last 11 starts. At least 10. And he was dominant. He was dominant against the Rays. He was dominant. Looked like looked like he was a man playing amongst boys. And now... I was listening to a radio, sports radio show the other day. Chris Russo. Chris Russo, he was interviewing Buck Schuwalter. And Russo predicted the Yankees in five. Could Russo be a homer? Could that be what's going on here? Because nobody in their right mind has the Yankees winning this in five. There is no possible way anybody has this, unless you're a homer. Like, I'm saying, I'm pretty sure Chris Russo is a homer. Five games, you're going to win four or five. Game one, you're going to face Zach Grinke. Game two, you're going to face Justin Verlander. Game three, you're going to face Garrett Cole. Game four, I'm not sure who the starter is. So that's a toss-up. But game five will be Granky again. So 
you're going to face them three pitchers, them three aces. Possibly, well, definitely, you're going to face this, this, the Cy Young winner this year, whether it be Verlander or Cole. And you're going to beat them. You're going to beat, to win it in five, you're going to beat all but one of them and possibly Grinky twice. If you beat Grinky twice in game one and game five, that means you're going to beat Verlander and Cole back-to-back. Chris Russo, I know you've been around a long time. I know you're well-respected in this business. I know you know more than I do, and I know, well, I can't say no more than I do. After that statement that they win in five, I can't say that you know more than I do. But with uh, with that statement, it tells me that you, you just went complete homer there, which I respect. I mean, I, I reserve the right. It's my show. I, I reserve the right to go complete homer any time I want to on my show. But to put that out there and put your name on it to the national scene that the Yankees are going to win in five just kind of discredits you because there's nobody, like I said, nobody in the right mind that thinks the Yankees won in five. I don't think the Yankees win at all. I think the Houston Astros will face, face the Washington Nationals in the World Series. And you're going to have pitching against pitching. You're going to have Max Scherzer or Justin Berlander. Steven Strasburg, Garrett Cole, and Annabelle Sanchez and Zach Grinke. That's going to be your your three games in your World Series. Hopefully face-to-face like that. Them are some great pitching matchups. Anybody, any baseball fan would love to see that. Now, I know baseball has came to the point where it's strikeout or home run. Where we love the home run, but them are pitching matchups that I'm going to stay up to watch. And that's what I predict is going to happen. There's, there's no way the Yankees won in five. I don't see the Yankees winning in seven. What I see, I see Houston winning in six. I see Washington, which I would have said that that series is going to go to seven now that they've taken the first two games. I'll say Washington in. I'll say Washington in six, also. And then you're going to have the Washington Nationals against the Houston Astros in the World Series. And I'll save my pick until that comes. Now, another thing I'm going to talk about before we get into college football, and I'm I'm just going to touch on this very, very slightly because I'm not well-educated on the subject. So I don't want to dig too deep in it. But uh, what's going on with the NBA in China? This is a mess. This all started from a tweet from General Manor, Houston Rockets General Manager Daryl Morey tweeted in support of the protesters in China, and it's caused a mess, a huge mess. The NBA goes over there. They play they play preseason games over there. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, they've played uh, one or two regular season games over there. And because of this tweet, the Chinese government has absolutely lost their mind. Now... Adam Silvers came out and said that he he respects Daryl Morey's freedom of speech. That's the country we live in. We're allowed to do that. But there's a lot of damage control going on right now. And the Chinese government isn't happy. There's been fans in the stands that have, have held up signs, wore shirts in support of the protesters in Hong Kong that have been thrown out of the arena. That doesn't look good for the NBA. This whole thing doesn't look good for the NBA. And why is it such a big deal? There's billions of dollars on the line here. Billions. And that's when it becomes a big deal. That's when it's a big deal to the NBA. That's a big when it's a big deal to the players. The players, the, the players themselves are losing 
millions and millions of dollars. Shoe sales, promotions. The NBA is huge in China. Huge. And they're set to lose all this money. That's why this is such a big deal for the NBA. Nets and Lakers played over China. Game happened. There was a second game too. I believe it happened. I didn't see where it didn't. But I don't remember who it was. Like I said, doing a little bit of traveling. I, I didn't get to check up on it. But the game happened. But a lot of the events were canceled. The NBA Cares event was canceled. The press conferences was canceled. The media couldn't talk to the talk to LeBron James and Anthony Davis while they were over there. Kyrie Irving. All that was canceled by the Chinese government. Adam Silver. I believe he was scheduled to speak. His speaking engagement was canceled. NBA season starts October 22nd, 10 days from now. Does this linger on? Is this something that the NBA is going to battle throughout the season? Is this is this going to stay in the news? Cuz this is a black eye for the NBA. And Adam Silver has nowhere to go. Nobody in the NBA knows where to go. Daryl Morey exercised his freedom of speech, which we have that right in this country. And Adam Silver, nobody in the NBA can say that they disagree with Daryl Morey. They can't come out and say that they approve of what's going on in China. But they also can't come out and say they don't. Because if they come out and say they don't, that puts another strain on the NBA's relationship with China. And like I said, that comes down to dollars. That comes down to billions of dollars. And the NBA don't want to lose that. The players don't want to lose that. The shoe sales, the the merchandise sales in China is huge. Huge. They don't want to lose that money. So that's where we're at there. They the there was a CNN reporter with a press conference where Houston Rockets played in Japan, asked James Harden and Russell Westbrook about the situation in China. And a Houston Rockets PR rep stepped in. And said that they uh, they they weren't going to answer that question. Now, of course, the NBA came out and said they disapprove of that. They disapprove of the PR rep stepping in. But at the same time, like I said, these players are in a lose-lose situation. What well, on one hand, what what they say could look bad for them here at home in the United States. And if they go the other way, it's going to look bad and it's going to cost them money in China. So while the NBA may disapprove, I believe the NBA is sure glad somebody stepped in. And is this going to linger into the season? I don't think so. Once these preseason events are done in China, the NBA kicks off October 22nd in the United States. This is going to go away. It's not going to go away altogether. It's going to go away on the surface. The players won't talk about it. There won't be anything in the press about it. And Adam Silver will work frantically to repair the situation in China. To save these players their money. To to save the NBA the money that they stand to lose with this strained relationship. NBA is a sports organization, not a political organization. And they don't want to be involved in this right now. They stand to lose billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. And Adam Silver is not 
a representative of the United States government. He's not somebody that deals with national governments, and now he has to. But at the same time, he might pull it off. I mean, look what Dennis Rodman did for us in North Korea. I'd like to think Adam Silver's a little more polished than Dennis Rodman. With that being said, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I have a special guest for you. We're going to talk a little college football, as we always do. Then we'll run that into the NBA. What we think of what happened last week. What we think of what's going to happen this week. And we'll go from there. Just a reminder, this is the last show of Sports Talk with Jim and Tom. From this point forward, it will be Sports Talk with Jim. You'll be able to listen on Anchor.fm and Spotify at first. Eventually, we will be available on all the seven platforms that we are now. And for all you drama queens, no, there's no bad blood. It's just circumstances. Tom will join the show when he's available. He'll call us up, give us some of that humor. Big Sexy's not gone for good, just gone for now. With that being said, we're going to take a break. We'll come back, talk a little college football. All right, welcome back to Sports Talk with Jim and Sports Talk with Jim and Tom. Since we're doing them both, last show of Sports Talk with Jim and Tom. First show of Sports Talk with Jim. And I explained to you why in the first segment, if you didn't catch the first segment, go back and listen to it and you'll know why. But in that segment, I said that... Of course, there's no bad blood between me and Tom. I'll repeat that. And I said that there's only a couple people that I would do this show with. There's only a couple people that I invited to do this show with, Tom being one of them. Uh, this other guy, this other guy. Uh, this, this, that's with us right now, I, I asked him to be a part of it too, but... He's uh, 25 years old. He's got more important things to do than a sports podcast with his dad. Yeah. So my son Austin's here. How's it going, everybody? So we're going to see. He's 25. He thinks he knows everything, and he thinks he knows something about sports. He doesn't. He's he's a Florida Gators fan. We got the LSU-Florida game on now, tied up 7-7 now. As you know, I'm an Ohio State fan, so I'm not an LSU fan. But the first thing he said to me today when he said he was coming on the show is that Florida was going to win. Florida is going to win. In Death Valley. So I don't know about all that. But with that being said, we're going to go into a little bit of college football today. Now, of course, what we get to talk about, and I I didn't get a chance to see it. I didn't – I – wasn't aware of it and when i saw austin he said he was coming on the show he didn't even all he said was did you see you see the georgia game i caught the last caught like in a minute and a half of the fourth quarter in overtime actually and that's about it south carolina unranked south carolina upsets georgia sitting at number three that's beat crazy. Them 20 to 17 it was crazy what does that do to the college football playoff? Well, Georgia's out, but is Georgia going to drop? Like, how low is Georgia going to drop? Oh, are you sure they're out? I mean, I think they have to if, be out. if Alabama loses a game, are, are they out? Um, I mean, I think if they both lose a game, I think they both have more of a shot to be in it. But I think But, I mean, going into this with with – with Alabama and Georgia now, I see you looking at it now, and I've yeah. got, I've got going into this weekend the the <laughs> predictions of who would make the playoffs. And we'll go over this real quick. And Ohio State was predicted at seventy four percent to make the playoffs. Alabama was second at sixty nine, Clemson at sixty five, and Georgia at forty five. Hmm. Oklahoma at forty five. So, and Oklahoma beat Texas by a touchdown today in the Red River showdown, Red River. something like that. Well, it used to be a rivalry, but with today's politically correct nonsense, now it's the shootout or showdown. It's probably not shootout. It's probably showdown. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because God knows. You can't, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, 
We'll go ahead and hit the explicit button on this, but I call it the pussification of America, and that's exactly what it is. But those uh, millennials, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, so what does this do with Georgia? I mean, Georgia got in the playoff. It was either last year or the year before with one loss. Yeah. I believe that loss was to LSU. It was either LSU or Auburn. Mm. It wasn't a South Carolina team that. Honestly, I think they're out of the playoffs. I I think they are. I mean, South Carolina's three and three. Right, but I but I think it also depends on if if any other big team loses. Also, you know what I mean? Like I think but that would. I, I know it's not supposed to matter, but I think that would matter. Well, it it it's definitely gonna matter. Yeah. But but like Alabama, if they lose, and you know what? Who's Alabama gonna play? If they're gonna lose to um, Florida. <laughs> Does do they, I, do they, I don't they, think I don't think Alabama go, and Florida play this year. Do they? I don't know. Unless they go to the uh, SEC yeah. championship. So, I'm trying to look it up here. So, I but I'm not sure they play this year, and Alabama schedule. They will, but still Alabama, a one loss team. They made it in just like Georgia did a couple years ago. Alabama's made it in with one loss. Yeah, with one loss, I mean, Alabama. I mean, Alabama plays LSU, and they play Auburn. That's a, the only two ranked teams left on their schedule. So they're probably not gonna. After, well, but South Carolina wasn't ranked. Yeah, they weren't ranked either. No, but Alabama's not. But the, still better so, than Georgia. I don't think so, they'll lose. So what happens? What happens if Alabama goes in and into? Tennessee, well, they're actually at home with Tennessee. But what happens if, if Tennessee comes into Alabama? You know what? Tennessee's really bad, so we're not even going to do that. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, Mississippi State. Alabama goes to Mississippi State. And what happens if Mississippi State beats Alabama? And Georgia wins out, and Alabama wins every other game. Who makes college football playoff out of the two? Alabama, why? Because they're Alabama. I mean, that's why. But that's exactly it's, why. It's not. It's supposed not supposed to be that to, way. But you, we both know it's it, going to be. It's not and Georgia, especially recently, has become Georgia. You know what I mean? They have been. They've become again like a powerhouse team, but still not Alabama. There's, but, not, but also they're going to do what people want to see more, and they're going to want to see Alabama in there because Alabama is still going to be the better team. Isn't anyone tired of seeing Alabama? I'm tired in there? of seeing Alabama. I don't like Alabama. Okay, Georgia schedule. Georgia lost to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. They've already played Notre Dame. They always play Florida. A ranked game. team. A ranked team. Uh, next week they play University of Kentucky. Then they play Florida, which is a ranked team. Auburn, that's a ranked team. And Texas A&M, that's ranked right now at 24. Uh, by the time they play them, they may or may not be ranked. So that's pretty much if Texas A&M doesn't, doesn't stay in the top 25, that's three ranked teams on each schedule. But, but still with, uh, still Alabama gets in before I think they still Georgia. do, even though I think the schedule sounds harder for Georgia. Well, then, Georgia, out-of-conference schedule. Uh, out-of-conference, Georgia plays Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Alabama hasn't played anyone that's not even any good. Right, and I've heard... Let alone ranked. Yeah, and I, but I know that's and I know that's not their fault because they do it like six years in advance or something like that, right? Or something? And so something six crazy. years ago, Alabama didn't know they, they were going to be good? I just know that Saban has pushed. He said multiple times, he's like... I don't want this. Like I want to play teams that are good. That's how we get a better football team. Alabama sets their schedule. Yeah. Okay. I know I Saban came I just, out. I'm, I I know what Saban says. You know. What I, I, mean? I know that Saban came out, and I agree with Saban. The top five, the Big Five conferences should be playing only the Big Five conferences. Right. But at the same time, did five years ago did did. Alabama think New Mexico State University was going to be a good team in 2019 you never know. when they set this schedule. Did did you just say you never know? Oh, I know, I know, I know what you're saying. I know what you mean, but I just that's, I'm just trying to say that same. I, mean, like I don't know who wants it like that. I don't know why 
they even do that at all. Like I know well, they do that because it's big money for yeah, these it's money, schools. Right for the smaller schools, that helps yeah, them. It, it's yeah. an easy win. Duke, I mean, yeah. you know, it, it, it's an it's an easy win for them. So and it's up. it's big money for the yeah, other schools. Which is I mean, New, New Mexico State, it they You're get the exposure and they get them, but not doing yourself a favor. I, I mean, right. And, and you're doing size, your both. Uh, yeah. you're, you're you do- get a little bit of favor yeah. from both sides. I mean, sides. With, with this right now, with the college football playoffs and everybody being, you know, the wins being even more so, all they're, all they're playing, and I've said it since this started, I've said it since this season started, all, all they do is they pad their non-conference schedule that way they've got the wins now. Yeah. And kudos to Georgia going out and playing Notre Dame. All right. Now, and no, Notre Dame's an anomaly yeah. because they're an independent. They pad their own schedule. Right. Like today's game, and i got to tell you, today's game, USC and Notre Dame, 15 years ago, that's the biggest game on the schedule no matter what. Yeah. No matter who's playing, that's the biggest game playing today mm-hmm. because USC and Notre Dame were considered powerhouses and USC's fall from grace mm-hmm. and Notre Dame Notre Dame's starting to climb back that ladder but at the same time Notre Dame's not what it, what it used to Notre be Dame it, again but you I know think what they actually play started Michigan. to knock them because of because of that whole thing because eventually. they set up their schedule yeah. mm-hmm. But they do play USC, which USC is bad. That's not yeah. Notre Dame's fault. Because that's a team that you schedule that you think could be good. You know right. what I mean? That's not a well. That's not New Mexico State, like you said. So. I don't know. The USC ain't been good in five years either. <laughs> but, but it's a it's, it's a rivalry. Like, yeah. It's a rivalry. They play Michigan every year. Right. So they got that going for them now. Michigan. Who knows what you get with Michigan? But I I don't think Michigan's a very good team. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. I, I'd like to say he's on his last leg. I've said it four or five times yeah. throughout the season. But I you know what? He's like the Teflon. Yeah. He's like Teflon Don. You yeah. know. Yeah. He, he. You know. But like I said, he did bring Michigan to the prowess they're at now. He did a lot. He just, he just didn't do enough. He's he not doing enough. He can't take that next yeah. step. Like I said earlier, if you coach for Ohio State and you have a losing season, but you beat Michigan, you don't have to worry about your job the next right. year. If you coach for Michigan. You beat, Ohio. you beat Ohio State. You don't have to worry about your job. Right. But here Harbaugh sure. is. He's coached for Michigan. He hasn't. He's got them back to where they're probably the number two team in the Big Ten as far as kids coming out of high school wanting to go play for him. It's right. probably Ohio State first, Michigan second. I agree. Okay. So he's got him to that point, but he can't get to, over that hump. He can't. But I think that does have to do with Harbaugh, though. You know what I mean? Well, I think it Harbaugh definitely is very, does. He's like, – as far as coach wise, he's a celebrity. I mean, he's a big name coach, so I shouldn't say a celebrity, but he's a big name right. coach. So the you kids can almost say celebrity, honestly. Well, the khaki yeah, but, shorts and everything. Like it's he's literally like a. Well, kids want to yeah. go play for him for that reason. Definitely. He's a big name. Right. I mean, he's coached in the NFL. He's a big name, mm-hmm. and so he's got him to that point. But he's yet to get him over that. Right, and that's huh. and that's what Michigan wanted him to do. They didn't want him to get yeah, them to that point. The last be... thing Michigan wants to do is lose to Ohio State yeah. every year. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. Now, with that being said, Ohio State, we covered Alabama mm-hmm. and well, Georgia's schedule. I was yeah, I was gonna say. So the the top um, four teams right now would would be obviously Georgia's gonna it's gonna be different, but it'd be Ohio State, Georgia comes in Alabama. So who would anyone else lose a game on that as well as going? Well, I mean, number eight Wisconsin just rolled over Michigan State. Yeah, and in I'd, two weeks Ohio State will play Wisconsin at home, and I and that's that's going to be another that's going to be a Saturday night game. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't be off, so I'll be working, and, but I I always enjoy doing the show. That'll be another Saturday night game. Yeah. I, I for two weeks in a row, I got to watch my Buckeyes play while I'm doing the show. Yeah. I right now you're watching your Gators am, play yeah. doing the show. So I mean, you know, it, it's always fun. But yeah. with Ohio State, they're they're playing Northwestern next Friday, which I don't understand. But um, it's one of them games, Friday night game. But then the following week they play number eight Wisconsin. Now we're going to find out a lot about Wisconsin and Ohio State in that game. Mm-hmm. But right now Ohio State looks like the number one team in the country. 
Ohio State. Ohio State playing playing Michigan State, which you know what, Michigan State has got a good defense, and Wisconsin made them look silly today. But Ohio State. I was surprised by that, that score. That was that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But Ohio State definitely right now looks like the number one t- team in the country, if you ask me. Oh, the quarterback. Cle- Clemson hasn't stepped up. Yeah. No, um, they have not. Clemson doesn't look that great, honestly. I mean. Yeah, and Alabama hasn't played anybody to get that justification that they're the number one team in the country yet. Right. They just haven't played anybody, and until they play LSU, they won't play. That's, that's really done that though. Like no one. Like, Ohio State has to have a, well, a huge, like, known no, in the top teams. No, nobody has. Nobody has. I, honestly, I mean, like, I'm, I know I'm a Florida fan, but Florida played Auburn. I think that was a big indicator of that's that might be one of the yeah, but Auburn, top teams, like one of the bigger games. Auburn's ranked number 12 right yeah. now, and, and but Georgia played Notre Dame. Yeah. You know? Mm. So, and like I said, I mean, Ohio State – Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, they're all in the same category. Uh, your teams like Georgia, Florida, if they play them teams, which Auburn was a conference game. Right. So, you know, LSU's the other side of the SEC, mm-hmm. so they won't play them again for eight years right. the Something way like the that, SEC's yeah. got their schedule so screwed up. Um, so they won't play LSU again for eight years because the SEC can't pull their head out of their ass to get their schedule straight. So, but at the same time, Ohio State, Alabama, uh, Clemson, they're all in the same boat. You're going to pad your schedule, and then your hard games are going to be against your conference uh, rivals. And Michigan State, is like I said, they got a good defense, but Notre Dame's, or I mean, Ohio State's going to play Washington, or Wisconsin, I mean, mm-hmm. which is ranked number eight. Penn State, which Penn State, are we overlooking Penn State? Could it, Penn State actually be that good? Because every week I go in thinking, you know what, Penn State's not that good. But then it being that good. Every week they Penn State ends up rolling. Yeah. But... Well, uh, on Ohio State's schedule, they've got Wisconsin, Penn State, and Michigan left. So uh, out of out of Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Ohio State will face four yeah. ranked teams because even if Michigan loses, but that's again, crazy because I think it's even looking at those three. We didn't look at Clemson, but even looking at those three, it seems like Alabama, who's been the powerhouse, has the easiest schedule out of those. Like that's insane, right? And Clemson, I'll pull up Clemson's schedule right now, but Clemson is going to be an easy schedule because even Clemson's conference schedule, yeah, yeah, the ACC is a joke. Mm -hmm. I mean, they played a conference game today against Florida State. Who's Florida State? Um, Yeah. Yeah. They they played Texas A&M, which was ranked 12 at the time, which I believe is overly ranked for Texas Uh, A&M. And then they play... Wake Forest, who's currently ranked nineteen, right? And by the, that's the, actually that good. They, they overlooked because who who was it they played? And they almost they almost lost to the, who is that? The the University of North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, are is Clemson not good? And they just had that one of those games out. It was just a. Do you know what I mean? Because you have those Clemson games has one of those games every year. Yeah, I, I believe it was Syracuse last year. So Clemson has one of those games every year. They still don't look, and like Trevor Lawrence doesn't look like he's as good as everyone thought he was, and everything. Like no, he doesn't look like the the clear cut uh, no. Heisman Trophy winner, mm-hmm. and, and definitely not uh, Tua Tango Viola. He 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 does look good, but again, they've played nobody, right? So it's kind of you know, but nobody plays anybody in this day and age of college right. football. That's crazy. So. And and it's like the Notre Dame Georgia thing where it's a one and one. I mean that's a that's a good thing, but like here locally where we are, I mean look at Pitt and Penn State. Yeah, that series is done. Mm-hmm. Unless something happens, the series is done. And it's a rivalry. It's it it's a sad thing to see it go. Yeah, you know, and but the same things like same things have happened in. Um... In Florida with their rivalries and stuff like that too, because I grew up watching Florida a lot, and 
But that, I mean, that happens. But it, it does suck to see it go because the rivalry games are usually your, your best games. You know what yeah. I mean? So when you see your rivals drop off, that, right. kinda, that sucks a lot. Yeah. When, college football. When, when you don't have – when your rival's not in your conference. Right. I mean, like LSU and Florida here, that used to be a big rivalry. It's 14-7. 14-7? Yeah, they just scored. LSU just scored. Yeah, on a so. bogus passage rance call. Just as bad as NFL, was, it was bad. But <laughs> – but, would would um if it's not within your conference, LSU and Florida, before the SEC got so big and it was split, mm-hmm. that I mean that was a big rivalry. Right now it's not. Mm-hmm. So you know now they play every eight years. Right. So yeah, and then they had um because even Florida and Miami stopped playing each other for a while, and that was a huge rivalry for a long time, and they stopped even playing each other. Yeah, I mean, well, it's not conference games; you just don't. They stop scheduling each other. Right. And, I mean, there there's Miami Hurricane fans that say the reason Florida and oh, Miami yeah. don't play yeah. each other <laughs> get, is because Florida was scared to add them to their Get out their of schedule. here. I, I don't believe that at all. I watched a whole, um, I think it was a Miami, like, 60 for 60. There's, like, a few of them out there because how, how good Miami used to be and how crazy Miami used to be. You know what I mean? Watch the whole sixty-minute thing about that. No, I don't believe that at all. But well, hey, you know what? I I just went back to the scores, and remember how we said that Clemson would face two ranked teams with Wake Forest being ranked nineteen. Yeah. Wake Forest lost to Louisville oh, today, man. so Wake Forest may not even be ranked by the second to last week of the season. So, Clemson might only play one ranked team Clemson throughout the year. Walking into the into the playoffs, which is fine because they show up in the playoffs. You know what I mean? They do, but, I mean, honestly, does that Clemson team look as good? I mean, Clemson or Alabama, either one, I don't think look as good as Ohio State does this year. No, But at the same time, I thought Georgia looked like the second-best team in the country last last week. Yeah, and they just lost. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. But I think, think, uh, what's his name, Justin Fields? Yeah. Great quarterback. Like, awesome quarterback. Like, I really like Justin Fields. I really do. I don't know if I'd go great, but I love watching him play. I think he's like really like I haven't gotten like I don't have cable right now, Look, so I don't, I don't watch a lot of games. But the ones I have, I, the, I think, the struggles of being young and yeah, I know I'll have cable in about two and a half weeks or something like that. But right now I'm struggling. Are you gonna have cable or are you gonna have, in it. two and a half weeks or are you gonna, gonna have gonna, cable? Yeah, I was gonna go two more weeks and be like, yeah. hey, by the way, yeah, just a little inside story. He 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 just moved out and. I'm extremely proud of him, love him to death and everything, and he's changing jobs, so there's a transition there and whatever. There's a very broke transition is what he's trying to say. (laughs) Yeah, so he he calls us up, and he's like, you know, I'm a little short on rent. So, of course, I mean, we're going to help him out. I'm proud of what he's doing, what he's trying to do, what he's trying to accomplish, and he's doing really good. So, and you know what, that's... That's our job as parents. If you don't think it's your job, believe me, you're wrong. You're a shitty parent. Um, <laughs> but that's our job as parents to help out when we can. So we it's help. It's my out. job to ask for help, by the way, <laughs> to spend we, the money. <laughs> we help out with the rent, and I turn around and he's at the Steelers game. <laughs> well, okay, okay, but there's a thing. There's a thing that you're allowed to, which I didn't. I just found out that you can pay. You can go to the games. And pay a month later. And I'm short right now, but in a month, you know, in a month, I'll be at my new job and I'll be able to pay it off. How, how are you going to be able to pay it off in a month when you got to pay me back? You just said as a parent, you're supposed <laughs> to do you're supposed, That's not helping. Exactly. <laughs> well, at least you had fun at the game, right? I did, yeah, I did. So, we're going to get back to we. So, we started talking about um, what would happen if, uh, if um, one of the other top teams lost. A game if like, if Alabama would, would go instead of Georgia. I mean, just looked at all their schedules. Well, out of all of them, who could lose a game and still making it? You know what I hate is that I think you can just say Alabama because Alabama. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, Alabama I, gets I, a lot of credit exactly, just for the name. For, yeah. So like, I hate that you can say that, but if you take the name out of it, um, I, and a lot of people say that about Ohio State, but Ohio yeah. State's been left out the last two years. Mm-hmm. Their name didn't count for nothing. Right. Uh, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before that I thought they actually should have been in there. 
I it was when Notre Dame it. made it. Yeah, I remember and talking. I, about I believe Ohio State. I think should have made it. I think everyone believes Ohio State should right. have made it. And they didn't make it, so yeah. their name didn't help them. I but don't think they have a the name Alabama. Like Alabama. I don't think it's like that. Like I know it's like V Ohio. Like I know it's like Ohio, a name, but I don't think it's. There was a time when Ohio State was more prevalent than than Alabama. Yeah, I mean that that time's not now, but was that? And, that's, and that they were really 15, big when Florida then played for national championship, right? That was fifteen when years they were, from now. Alabama's name might not be what it is yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, Alabama it might just be gets because the people crap. are sick of it, by the way, because it's been like that for a while. But I think it's Alabama is the one that can lose and still make it to the playoffs because it's Alabama. Because so of schedules what if Wisconsin like beats Ohio State? Well, if Wisconsin beats Ohio State, Wisconsin will they're ranked eight now. They play in two weeks. Uh, Wisconsin very well could move into the top five, yeah, top five. at least. Yeah. I think right now it's hard because there's too many teams that are like undefeated still. You know what I mean? So I think right now because he's still gonna have, like right now LSU and in Florida are playing. So I think one of those teams could go into the playoffs also, if they if they uh, go undefeated. You know what I mean? So that's it's difficult to say right now. So See, I think new- I mean LSU is close. If LSU wins, um, if LSU wins, they definitely move into the top four. Right. Georgia falls out. Right. Georgia falls at least to number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Florida being ranked seven right now, they have a harder beating LSU. Actually, they could because they also play Georgia, so they're also going to play Georgia. They have to win that game too, right? Yeah, but they would still have to do more to make it into. Well, I'm talking about just after this week. Mm. They, they, if Florida was to win, LSU at five, Florida, Florida probably goes into number four also. Yeah, because Georgia's going to drop out. So yeah, Georgia's going to drop out. So, yeah, whoever wins this game will probably be ranked number four. Yeah. You'll still have your – right now Alabama's one, Clemson's two, Ohio State's three. Mm-hmm. Georgia was four. Or was Georgia three still? I, I thought, no, Georgia was three. Yeah, Georgia, yeah was, Georgia three. was three, Ohio State's four. But I think they dropped them out of the top so, four, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, with this, with, with this team, it, it, Ohio State, they didn't play this week – they by default moved to uh, they moved to number three, and and the winner of this game probably moves to number four, as yeah. we're watching a replay here. Of the Florida Florida messed up. They got like a hit, but hold on to the ball. <laughs> hold on, to, that's a big tight end. You gotta hold on to the ball. Florida's gonna win this game, though. You heard that. Florida's gonna win the game. Yeah. I'm so confident. USC Notre Dame Notre Dame fourteen three. You know what? And I was saying, what what will we see? What do we think about Penn State? Are we overlooking Penn State? Now, Michigan beat Iowa last week. And Iowa's a good team. Michigan's mm-hmm. defense stood up. They played a hell of a game. Iowa's defense is usually pretty good, right? That's like, Yeah, it, it, was, it was a defensive game last week. But, I mean, this, will tell, this should tell us a little more about Penn State. Even though Michigan did beat Iowa last week. And I believe Michigan was at home last week. Iowa was at home tonight, so that'll tell us a little more about what Penn State's got going on. As far as other games, before we take a break, um, Alabama again rolled over Texas A&M, forty-seven twenty-eight, and that's what I said when Clemson played Texas A&M. They were ranked twelfth. And they're getting ready to drop out of the top 25. And that's what I said when we was looking over Clemson's schedule, that quite possibly Texas A&M was overranked to begin with to be that high. And, I mean, up to this point, they've kind of proved us right. Uh, Oklahoma at six. Oklahoma at six beating Texas. If Florida wins and LSU loses, Oklahoma very well could jump into that number four position. And Florida going to number five. Um, Oklahoma winning 34-27 over uh, 11th-ranked Texas. So, I mean, that could happen. Uh, Michigan won again over Illinois. And Arizona State over Washington State. Baylor, number 22, keeps up their winning ways. Cincinnati at... 25 over Houston, 28-23. Later games, Colorado, or nope, not Colorado, Hawaii and Boise State. Boise State ranked number 14. Uh, 
Hmm. Hawaii been up there before too, though. Hawaii, Hawaii can put points on the board. Yeah. And so, what do you think happens in that one? Oh, Florida, almost dropping passes almost, left and right. Uh, I I think that could have possibly been interference. All right, we're we're gonna take a break. We come back. We're gonna talk a little bit of last week's NFL. We'll uh, get into some of our thoughts about what's going on in the NFL these days, right. and we'll uh, probably go homer on you a little bit. Talk a little bit of Stillers next next segment. Sounds good. That being said, we're gonna take a break. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, just want to remind you, we've made some changes to the show. We'll no longer be known as Sports Talk with Jim and Tom. We'll be known from this point forward as Sports Talk with Jim. With that being said, there'll be changes on how you can listen to us. First, you'll only be able to get us on Anchor.fm or Spotify Podcast. Soon we'll be available on any of the other five platforms that you've been listening to us on. Also, our website's changed to www.sportstalkwithjim. Facebook page is Sports Talk with Jim. Also, the Twitter page will be only Sports Talk with Jim. want to remind you, the same programming you've heard, you're still going to hear. Tom's not. Uh, Tom's name's not on the show now, but he'll still be joining the show along with other guests. Hope you enjoy listening and want to thank you for listening and encouraging you to continue to listen, tell a friend about the show, visit the website, let us know what you think about the show. Look forward to hearing from you. Once again, Tom, he will be calling in the show from time to time. Look forward to hearing from him, and he appreciates all your love and support. With that being said, thanks for listening.